When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This week on Pop Girls, we talk Lana's weird album title, Azalea Down Under. And do we need a free Britney again? Woo! Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Aurelia. And welcome to Pop Days. A pop culture podcast for postmodern queers. The postmodern queers! Yeah! <laughs> We're back! Hi! Hello. Welcome to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we won a fucking award. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> Silver, baby. Yes. We did it. You were there, Charlie. How was it? Yeah, it was It was fun. It was a little bit random, if I'm honest. It would have been a lot nicer if you guys were there. Yeah, <laughs> we could have, like, gossiped and stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of, like... So this is the Australian Podcast Awards for anyone um, unfamiliar. Not aware with our win. Yes. We <laughs> won on. Silver for Best Entertainment, which is very special. Entertainment. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I went up to Sydney for the awards and it was fun, but it was a very like schmoozy, networky kind of thing. And they had like alcohol for everyone. And there were a lot of like podcast groups that were all there with their co-hosts getting trashed together. Yeah, and that yeah. seemed like fun, but yeah. being very sober and having the hellish time that I had with Jetstar. Oh, I know. Getting up there and back. Um, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to my hotel room. I've had enough of everyone patting themselves on the back in this industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was very nice, especially with something like podcasting where it's like we just make these episodes and send it off into the void to have like, oh, people are listening. Yeah, there is like a- absolutely. So true. And just also people listen like and considered us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, this slaps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I saw Sandra Sully and Osher Ginsburg. So sorted. Oh, and our mate, Brooke Blurton. Brooke Blurton. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, I actually Brooke. spoke to, to Brooke yesterday at the NGV, which is so lovely. Oh my God. Okay. We need to get into it. Yeah. Tell us all about how last night was. Okay, so last night I was the red carpet interviewer at the NGV Gala, which is like the Melbourne Met Gala. Yes, <laughs> truly. It truly is. Um, just, you know, 
less exclusive because I was there, <laughs> clearly. No, Aurelia. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they just brought the people over to me to talk to them. And this was for the Alexander McQueen exhibit opening. So in the last week I watched so many Alexander McQueen like runway videos, interviews with him. And when I started interviewing people though, like all of that information left my brain. Of course. Um, and I had to like warm up to like talking to people. Uh, the first people arriving were all like the fancy donors of the NGV. Oh, stressful. And, um, you know, just like high fashion people, this uh, designer, I guess, who'd work with McQueen. And, you know, when there's people who kind of expect you to know who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know nothing, <laughs> you know. Um, I asked someone what it was like working with McQueen because I thought he did. And he was like, well, I actually never worked with him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's like, but I did see him. I'm a ar- caterer. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I did see him around in New York. And I'm like, okay, okay, name oh dropping. Oh, my God. Um, You're like, so you slept with Alexander McQueen, <laughs> yeah. am I right? <laughs> so you were best friends. Um, and then, you know, the cream of the crop of Australian entertainment Heartbreak High. Love it. Brooke Blurton. Yes. Baker Boy. Troy Sivan. Troy Sivan was there, but um, apparently contractually cannot speak to me. (laughs) Just you. (laughs) Just me. Um, He couldn't give like an interview. That's so funny. Um, And a whole bunch of other people who I think we couldn't grab everyone to like talk to me. But yes, I was on my feet for like three hours. I have the worst blisters of my life. Um, but it was worth it. You looked so beautiful as well. Thank you. And I was so proud of you because you were talking in your stories about self-styling, how you had reached out to people yeah, and in was, the end just had to roll with it. It was so frustrating because I really hoped to like get dressed by someone because it's like an opportunity for them. I'm like all over the NGB um, Instagram, like wearing somebody's like not them like gifting it to me, yeah. but just them giving it to me for the night. Cause I spent like $600 on the outfit, Jesus, a hundred dollars on makeup. And that's like 50% or more of the fee that I get paid. Yeah, <laughs> But it's an investment and I feel like it was worth it. You look amazing. I'm going to wear those things again. Yeah. Like, of absolutely. course. Now that I've bought them. But, For yeah. any listeners who haven't seen Aurelia's outfit, go back to her store, uh, her Insta, check out. And also, photo in the age. Yeah, Yeah, true. that was random. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, I, was, I had no idea until somebody sent it to me and I was like, okay, I'm going to like go and buy the age. I went to 7-Eleven. Turns out they only sell Harold's son and the Australian. Oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> yeah, uh, did you get a shot in the Harold Sun? <laughs> a shot in the head from the Harold Sun. Yeah. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Fuck. What was the vibe? Like, were people expecting to do red carpety stuff as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. People were like dressed to the nines. There were so many headpieces. People really like brought it out. And the exhibit is really beautiful. Um and yet I had, you know, lots of like delicious fin- finger food. Like I think they stepped it up with the catering. Mm, stunning. And Baker Boy was really fun. And at the end of his set, they dropped all of this like confetti from the roof. 
Baker Boy's um, incredible live. Yeah, he's like he's just like living his dream. He's also doing fucking Corrie as well. <laughs> yeah. It was sick. I'm I, nodding like I know, but I thought Baker Boy was a caterer. When I was interviewing him on the carpet and I was like, what are you excited about tonight? He was like, performing. I can't wait. He was like so excited and, and enthusiastic, which was like Is good to see. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. indigenous. Oh, cool. He plays the didgeridoo as well. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I've seen him around. Yeah. He's um so talented and, like, so fun. And, like, you know, sometimes people, like, act like they're too cool to be yeah. somewhere. And he just, like, showed his joy really openly, which yeah. was, like, a nice change because, yeah. It's nice. It's actually I feel like it's really rare for musos to be extroverts because I feel like mm. they're so focused on, like, their own shit and getting stuff done and, like, poetry (laughs) when it comes to yeah and like I feel like in Australia you have such tall poppy syndrome like it's very rare like to have a like fun vibing like uh musician like Mm. Baker Boy it's not like not to shit on any other musician I just mean like yeah it's it's an industry (laughs) yeah you fuckers but it's an industry in the best way that invites like people who are a little bit more like self like Oh, not self-focused. I mean, like introspective, um, introspective. You know, thoughtful and stuff like that. Whereas, like, what we do is like disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) No art, tasteless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Here's my trauma, but it's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please laugh. (laughs) Tits and teeth, but like the worst kind. (laughs) Speaking of music, we had the Spotify Wrapped um, last week. Yes. How, How were you guys with your haul? Honestly, it's like some of the songs never change for me. Mm. I'm that person. Like, yeah. Because I listened to my top songs of last year playlist almost on repeat. And so I just keep affirming the same songs. Absolutely. I do the same same thing. But December is like your blank slate because yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah, that's true. Um, I famously, only because I don't shut up about it, deleted Spotify um, at the start of last year in about uh, February because Neil Young told me to. And I... <laughs> And then Joni Mitchell was going to leave. I don't know if she ended up doing it, but like I, we'd just come out of the 2021 lockdown and I'd spent many showers listening to Harvest. <laughs> Harvest <laughs> Moon? Yeah. Oh my God. Crying and listening to Joni Mitchell being like, I could drink a case of you. <laughs> oh my God. And just being like, they're leaving. I can't do it. And then yeah. I moved to Apple Music and I don't think that either yes. of them featured no, in my top artists at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> after all that. Anyway, so I'm in Apple Music and my. Um, top song was uh, my top artist was Britney Spears, which is unsurprising because I did do two lip sync battles, so I listened yes. uh, to Britney Spears a lot. My top album was Meg The Stallions this mm-hmm. year, also because I just fucking love "Not Nice." It's my pump up song where she's like, <laughs> "Fuck it, bitch, I'm not nice, <laughs> mean." <laughs> Listen to that, um, just to like, what is it? Um, validate if I've been really gossipy and gross. Um, and yeah. And then my top song was surprising. It was toy soldiers, which is like an 80s song. That's uh-huh. like, like toy soldiers. I think Eminem did a version of it later on. Uh- anyway, it was, uh, it was a funny mix. Yeah. yeah. You truly have the most diverse mix. Yeah. Cause for me, <laughs> it's all like kind of adjacent. Yeah, you for know, sure. Like, I don't know. So uh, Steve Lacey, Solange, Beyonce, love it, Krungbin, like all of wow. all of the ones that are like kind of come up together, anyways. Yeah. yeah, I mean, mine 
a bit similarly. I just tend to have two main pools. There's like the theatery crap, and then there's the like Lil Nas Miley. Yeah, like yeah, Taylor yeah. kind of stuff. You get yeah. But then, like, every now and then, like, my third top artist this year was Andrew Garfield because <laughs> I listened to Tick Tick Boom so much. It's yes. like how weird that Andrew Garfield is on my like music playlist, but. Um, and also dog music, relaxing dog oh, music, yeah, dog. Oh, yeah. rain music, all of that bullshit. I, I have to, like, get a, I have to find a way to not have it dirty my Spotify wrapped. I'm sure there's an app, but the yes. effort to simply download is not worth it. I wish yeah. there was like an opt this song out. Yeah. yeah. Like this is for my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my <laughs> friend's number one artist was like fan in other room. <laughs> 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 like other people, like my top song was rain on an yeah. Irish street. <laughs> I, tinnitus emergency package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that surprised me was seeing the like numbers I'd listened because I listened to like 73,000 minutes mm. and then everyone else who shared that was like, someone was like, oh my God, I listened to this so much. And it was like 69. And then some folks were like 73, that's a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I have issues. I, I need to listen. I need to listen to things so I can do stuff. If people you don't also listen work to from home as well, right? Yeah, like you I need do. to have something in the back. I have music all the time. Yeah. I can't. Other I go crazy. Yeah. I cannot be alone with my thoughts. <laughs> no. I think if someone doesn't listen to music that much, I'm like literally what – how do you feel? Like, yeah, like it, are you thinking? Mm, yeah. Like what's going on in I that I feel brain? like I had a real – like and we appreciate you all listening, but I feel like I had a real music year this year. Like I, I'd listened to so many fucking podcasts the last couple of years and I love podcasts, but I really like – I, and I felt like podcasts I was are like, dead. Podcasts are dead. They're dying. They're out. I'm done with talking. But I feel like I like really went back into like just. I was like, nah. I feel like listening to music. Whereas previously, I don't know how you guys feel about mm. it, but previously, I've been like, I want somebody to chat to me on my walk or on my drive and mm. stuff like that. Maybe because we are now socializing again. Like mm. we had two years of being so like locked up and away yeah. from people. We needed that. No, yeah. I definitely go through podcast phases, like when Tamara's working overseas mm. and she'd like our time zones were opposite. So I'd speak to her like in the morning and at night and then in the day working at home, I'd literally talk to no one. Yes. <laughs> I'd just be listening to like podcasts, but mainly ones that are like crazy stories or ones that it's like you have to listen to the whole series because yes. it's a story being unveiled and I'm like shivering and crying over like the stories <laughs> and then I'd be in like a really deep, deep podcasting hole for two weeks and then I get out of it and listen to music again yes yeah. yes a little chaser <laughs> yeah. when you get these weird like parasocial relationships like I feel like there's before I started comedy I was a bit of a comedy like fan uh, and I would listen to a lot of comedy podcasts and then when I started getting into the scene and then meeting people that I used to listen to that I just had to stop because I was like, I know too fucking much about you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, I feel uncomfortable that like now we're not like not on the same level or anything like that. But, you know, when you're just like, nah, I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. do it anymore. And do you ever get like people in your life refer to things that you haven't told them, but they listen to a podcast that you're on so they know? Um, not most of my friends have really gone out of their way to let me know that they will never listen to my podcast, yeah. which yeah. I am. Which I stand. I'm <laughs> <laughs> my family keep asking me, especially with us, like stuff yeah. like the award, where they're like, oh, what is your podcast? And like my yeah. aunts, we had a wedding recently. My aunts were asking like, oh, how can I find your podcast? And I'm like, oh, it's it's not really for I know. you guys. It's not for and you. Like, it's, not, it's not like this is like filthy or anything like that. I just, 
I love the feeling of being unfettered. Yeah, and I don't want to like sort of self-monitor thinking. Totally. But I, I, I guess as I'm getting older and like I know I'm noticing this with like my content with stand up as well. Like I, I am caring less and less. It's just kind of like, you know what? That's me. I'm an adult. Like who gives yeah, a shit anymore? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's like, you've chosen to come yeah. here. This absolutely. Is what it At is. this point it's your problem. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I do, to answer your question about like, do I have people sometimes like talk about content that I brought up? I don't necessarily have it with the podcast, but I have it with stand up, and I forget that like, that's a thing. Like yeah. that what I put out there, like some, people are like receiving because to me it's just like oh I'm just doing a five minute set and then it's done and then I don't think about it anymore yeah but it's like I've just told them some stories about my life and I forget that and now they're referencing it back to me and I'm like how the fuck do you know that (laughs) (laughs) also me like spilling deeply personal things on the internet yeah 24 (laughs) hours a day and I'm like how do you know anything about me (laughs) it's so someone once um someone told me that like my stand-up feels like a confessional and I was like, oh, mm. okay, that makes it sense. Does. And then I was like thinking, I was like, oh, sure. I guess I haven't heard that before. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I really just let it all go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when I come up, especially because I, well, also I think I'm justified in feeling this way. I'm sure you guys feel this as well. Whenever I talk about like sexual stuff or like gross things on stage and then I'll come off and the last thing I fucking want anyone to do is to talk about yeah, that with oh, me. Yeah. Or to think that we're on the same page with that yeah. kind of stuff i'm like no 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 like it's a very different yeah. vibe being on stage talking it's about almost that. a persona it yeah. absolutely oh, is like it's true but it's it's kind of not yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh i hate when people ask is that true is that true it's uh, like everything is like true obviously we have to like judge some stuff make it more performative but once we've told like a joke you know 50, 100 times to different audiences, it sort of takes on its own yeah. thing. Like it becomes like the story. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just they just suspend your disbelief, roll with it, have fun. Somebody mm. once asked me if uh, the lesbian thing was true. Uh, oh, my what? God. I think Is it was it? my first choker fucker. It was a dude. <laughs> and he was like talking to me. And then he eventually like I was like, oh, maybe he's been trying to get this in the whole time and that this is when I kind of first it was within my first like year mm. and then he was like yeah cool yeah and so that lesbian story is that true and I was like yeah and oh. a lesbian story was me simply saying it oh. <laughs> and then he walked away and I was like well, see ya. what kind <laughs> of psycho do you think I am I know <laughs> do you know what I think it was I think it's because I remember the way I dressed that day and it was like pretty femme and cute and I had little like plaits and stuff like that and he was probably just like, that simply cannot be a dyke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she doesn't like pussy. Yeah, <laughs> Does not compute. So funny. It's so dumb. But, yeah, it is funny with um podcasts and stuff like that. Even when people come up, which we, are like, love, when people come up and say that they listen to pop gays, I'm like, I'm immediately like, oh, you know, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like panicking. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I love it, but I'm also like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what have I said? And there's so many hours of content. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is our 59th episode, I think. That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Proud. That's crazy. Is that – um? oh, no, 68 is 69 with a pregnant woman person. <laughs> what? Pregnant person. You know, whether, you know 69? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 68 is the same thing, but they're pregnant. I love that. I have never known that until you just said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, – yeah, it's good. It's like, <laughs> it's like those bingo call-outs at drag nights. It's yeah. like, um, what is it? 
Legs 11. <laughs> yeah, it was like 69, up the bum, no babies or something. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like weird. I feel like all of them you could be like, 46, up the bum, no babies. <laughs> <laughs> Just a good match. Seven, up the bum. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily have a segue, but speaking of <laughs> butt sex, I guess, um, Azalea Banks. Oh, my God. Was meant to be coming to Melbourne last night. But pulled out or like... Apparently there were visa issues. Yes. I think the Melbourne show was first. Yeah. And then the Sydney-Brisbane ones were later in the week. Oh, my so God. So those are going ahead as scheduled. But because she couldn't get into Australia in time, she couldn't make it to the Melbourne one in time. So when did it get cancelled, though? Two hours before the event last night. No. And apparently, like, her management or whoever the hell um, deals with it knew about this, obviously, yeah. Well in advance. And they sent out in their email announcement to all the ticket holders being like, we are, don't worry, Melbourne, we are postponing it until next weekend because she's going to, yeah, as you said, Sydney and Brisbane. And then yeah. they're like, well, she can just come back next weekend. But then she put up on her story oh, I, a I screenshot love it. I of love her transparency. <laughs> just being like, I'm not coming to Melbourne. I've got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> so funny i feel like people almost like okay they're probably like pissed off that they didn't get to see her live but i feel like part of the experience of seeing of booking a ticket for azalea is the chance that she yes. will cancel it's and you live for that and th- then she'll be like late and she'll abuse you while you're on stage yes yep. that's what you're there for people yeah. like really want to sub to her uh, yeah. You're and there I, for the abuse. I don't know anyone who had tickets for Azalea Banks who didn't continue their night as if they weren't. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody fucking had a good time. I don't think based on all the stories, literally everyone I know that I was like, I thought they had been to see Azalea Banks <laughs> yeah. until today when you told me that she'd cancelled. Because I was at work. I was like, everyone's fucking partying. And there were so many people. Yes. It's, Everyone's at Puff Dove, like it's so fun anyway. I saw like a Vogue battle happening at Puff Dove. It's like, well, I'm glad the gays still turned it Was out. Was she supposed to perform at Puff Dove? Yeah, at Puff Dove. Yes, <laughs> that's so funny because all she does is gay clubs now, and she just gets up there and says, "I hate gays." She's such a rant. But like, that's her whole audience is gays. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. But she okay. So here's the thing with Azealia. She's obviously not a hero. We're not here to. <laughs> but I feel like she start like, and correct me if I'm wrong, and listeners, like, tune in. I don't know where I am at in this uh, chat, but I was talking to a friend of mine and we were just being like, it's so funny because, like, she's so blatantly homophobic, yada, yada, yada. And then we, like, um, uh, my friend was saying that, like, her criticism of gay people started out with gay cis white men stealing uh, black women's like vernacular and like language and claiming it as their own and like not and like being disrespectful to black women in their day-to-day lives but then being like slay mama <laughs> like mm, all this yeah. shit and so that's where it began but it kind of I think that it kind of oh it definitely has yeah warped. totally and like no no heroes no villains but I feel like like I was like yeah with Azalea Banks she's like um like she's like Jackie Lambie, you know, where you're like, oh, yes, yes. And then, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Because I think it's important to have that like critical lens on things and um, also just like uh, the way we want to um, like um, sort of shoebox people of colour as well. Like even um, I saw this someone posting about uh, – 
when people send like gifts of like particularly like Nini from like Real Housewives of Atlanta and mm-hmm. like like you know just like mm-hmm. people being quick or being like quote unquote like sassy or whatever and they'll use that as um the reaction yeah as their reaction to stuff and they only ever use usually gifts of like black American women. Yeah. Like, and, and that kind of playing into this like unhealthy kind of like stereotype that. It's like almost digital blackface. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's the word. That's it. Yeah. Like people, what pisses me off to no avail when like, pale white people use like dark skin emoji. I was just going to say. I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, can you please like just use the emoji that matches you? If it's you like reacting to like peace hands. But you're sending me black peace hands, but you're white. I'm yes. like, what? I hate uh, that. Do you think you're black or like what's yeah, going on? I have a friend that does that. And I thought at one point I was like, maybe it's just incidental. Like maybe it was just like that was one of the emojis that they randomly selected. But then yeah. I noticed that like ongoing from that point, it's like, oh, no, you've got different emojis that all you've selected. Yeah. That it's like you are white. Like why are you doing this? So funny. Because like you Deeply know the cringe. like men or women or people emojis or the kids emojis, you can all turn them into different colors now yeah. Yeah. with the faces. And if you wouldn't use like the face, why are you using the hands? Because I feel like it's usually hands. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I was talking to a friend of mine about this because we were saying the same thing. And then like, we were both like, we just haven't edited the emoji. And then we were like, Oh, hold on. Is that because we like take whiteness as the given circumstance yeah. rather than like, the default. Ch- yeah, 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 yeah. The default emoji is yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. It's the Simpson. <laughs> it's the Simpsons. Yeah. Um, but it is funny. It's yeah. This is again, the university of TikTok, but I thought it was an interesting thought piece of, um, you know, how, uh, uh, like as white people a lot of the time and I do this a lot is being like, oh, we have no culture, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And that's actually like quite uh, – it's like very erasing. Mm. Oh, I've got no words. It's a Sunday morning, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like um, it's it's implying that whiteness is the given circumstance and everything else is like yeah. a, is a spurn off from that or is different to that, whereas like acknowledging – Is exotic. And yeah. Like, yeah. And, and especially different. I think as like, like – like, I don't know how you feel, Charlie, but like especially as like white Australians as like colonizers too, I'm like, no, 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 I feel like it's more important that I like – understand where i'm from yeah, we do have culture and yeah. some of it is problematic yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah, truly truly yeah. and just being like it's, it's it's verging on i don't see race yeah kind of metric i i also think as well and this kind of loops back i suppose to stuff like what azalea banks is kind of like championed. <laughs> who's that now our hero yeah. <laughs> but it, it kind of has become a bit of a zeitgeist, especially like on Twitter and that kind of stuff with people like Azalea Banks who say like, you know, she says like, you know, I hate you faggots and this kind of stuff. And then like people. Why are, am I laughing at that? <laughs> <laughs> because it is like, it's funny. It, it's very funny. It is funny. But like, there's also a part of it where like, it kind of like becomes this like glutton for punishment thing where people are kind of like, she's not wrong. She's not long, yeah. wrong. Like, oh, yeah, we hate we hate faggots as well. Like, we hate yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of dumb, stupid twinks and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, is it just using these things as like a way to kind of like, I don't know, like sort of like chastise ourselves yeah. to mm-hmm. make right with with some kind of like privilege that we're 
experiencing or something like that, which is strange to be talking about being gay as being a privilege, but I suppose we're talking about like male gays or white male gays and their experience. Yeah, and especially ones in like kind of progressive cities where being gay is like not as much of an issue. Like being gay in the country is very different from being gay in the city, right? And like if you've grown up in like a progressive family in a progressive city and you are – um, white and male, especially in cis, I think you do have privileges that other people in the LGBTQIA plus community don't have. Definitely. And that like sometimes are overlooked really easily because male privilege is still a thing um, where, again, this is like TikTok and Twitter coming out again, yeah. where it's like somebody calling out like, oh, um, and this has happened to me as well, where like, especially a few years ago when I was going out to clubs more where like a gay guy would like smack you in the ass or like mm. grab your tits or like compliment you in like a sexist way. Yeah. That's still kind of misogynistic or like something that like they probably wouldn't do unless they were like very obviously like camp and queer and like, Oh, yeah. I'm obviously not like sexually interested in you when I'm touching your boobs but I'm like, well, I still didn't give you permission to touch yeah. my yeah. fucking boobs. Like, Consent is not a raise. Just exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> just because we're not going to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't mean that like, you can. Truly, like, this is deep. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been, like, harassed and groped by gay men. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it's so wild. But I, it, because, and also at the time I was like, yeah, do it, girl, love it. <laughs> like, but also didn't feel like I had that because I think it's that thing um, where, and like, and it's the same as, like, um, like it can be used in so many different things as well. But like this, uh, um, particularly when I was like studying and stuff like that, uh, a lot of the misogyny and like, like things that like people will be like, uh, there's this idea of like, ah, uh, this sassy gay guy can say whatever they want. And for survival, a lot of gay cis men will be like, I'm just going to take on that role so that yeah. at least yeah. I so have true. friends, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then you can see, I think that's really shifted in the last few years, but I can see there are some people I know who've kind of, I know that they were using that as like a survival tactic yeah. too, but at the same time, I'm like, that like p- people will tell you to lose weight. They'll sort of comment on what you're wearing and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think it's this also this like overcompensation. Yeah, Absolutely. and then there's this like idea that this like proximity to femininity means that they've experienced the same misogyny that um uh like, and this is it, that cis women like growing up yeah. through that and stuff like that. Uh, a sense of like supposed sisterhood and it's like yeah. in, some, in some ways maybe but these are not these are apples and oranges you know like, yeah because it's very clear that we are all victims to patriarchy and yeah you know gay men i think feel that more than straight men because mm. the patriarchy is so oppressive to us in the same way of like don't be too girly like mm. don't be this like being a girl or doing girly things this week and then it like just translates into associating with um a gen you know being like oh I'm like being called girly this whole time so of course I'm gonna hang out with the girls and like yeah you know be their friend and that's like a cool thing until you're drunk at the club and they forget all about that yeah <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah it's interesting I love it that. is and I I feel like this kind of like way of pulling it apart and looking at it is a more healthy 
sort of contextual look at it. Mm, mm. And like my personal kind of like ick with that trend that I was talking about of like the whole sort of like whether it's coming from non-gay men, people saying, you know, stuff like faggot, which is an irk for me personally. I would kill a straight man saying faggot. Mm. Yeah. But also. Spiritually. But even (laughs) queer men sort of doing that whole like, oh, you know, she's not wrong. Like, yeah. like game, like gay men are stupid and annoying and like, fuck those faggots. Uh, and, and kind of like trying, like, I understand that it's like, yeah, I'm appropriating this thing mm-hmm. and I'm trying to kind of make good with those exact systemic things we were talking about, but it's like, just talk about that. Don't like do this, like pretend kind of like admonishment of yourself mm-hmm. because it, it's, it's like that, um, uh, what, oh, what Azalea Banks? It was like people saying stuff, like appropriation, and or it being the it, un, not doing. And <laughs> 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 um, it oh. being it's not doing the same stuff. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know oh exactly God. where your brain is right now, and I yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. and we're not helping. We're like it's gone from like brain. I don't know. Um, <laughs> something else I saw on TikTok was this discourse around the word fishy. Oh yeah! Can we talk about about Canada's Drag Race? Yeah, Drag Race. And either of you been watching it? Sorry, no. no. Even I haven't. (laughs) We've tapped out of. I think Aurelia and I. Yeah, I'm like, it would be nice if maybe there's like a recap on YouTube. I can just watch as a season recap of like the most recent twenty countries drag races in. Um, But the fish fishy discourse was interesting from what I saw on TikTok. Mm. So. It, it all kicked off in a recent episode. Victoria Scone, who's a UK queen, because um, this is Canada versus the world. So mm. they have like a lot of Canadian queens and then some from UK, some from down under, some from uh, where else? Oh, the US. Mm. And um, Victoria Scone is a cis woman mm. and she's the first on the Drag Race franchise um, to be, yeah, like platformed in that way. So it's a pretty big deal and she has just been kicking ass and she recently did a drag king look on the runway, which was amazing and um, worth a look if you haven't seen Victoria Scone's Fabio look. It's so fucking funny and good. Um, But, yeah, she's been really using her platform to talk about um, misogyny in the queer and specifically drag communities Mm. and the need for more representation of, like, drag kings and different forms of like gender fuck drag which is awesome and amazing and part of that discussion was she said to another queen did you were you aware when in one of your verses for one of their song challenges about using the word fishy is actually kind of can be offensive and this queen was like no I didn't know that um I just thought it meant like being like a woman Mm. sort of thing um or at least it has been like that for a lot of years in the drag circles and Victoria was saying um you know, a lot of that stems from misogynistic roots of like, you know, female women smelling like fish or something like that. Yeah. And the idea of like vaginas being gross and that kind of like gay male humor of like, oh my God, can't stand vaginas or whatever. Yeah. And there is like a duality of like the fishy can also mean like an illusion, like something is suspicious, like, oh, that person is fishy as in suspicious. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they were just talking about that and then, of course, there were some shitheads on Twitter coming out being like, 
I'm going to fucking use that word. I'm not going to like be part of this like woke parade, blah, blah, blah kind of crap. And it's like, if someone is saying that a word like that isn't comfortable for them and they don't want you to use it, like just don't fucking use it. What is it to you? And honestly, I feel like as we're moving away from the whole drag race is only for um, Cis cis men because there's, um, trans women on drag race. Yeah. Um, not um, that that matters, but that it matters whether they're trans or not. Like, you know, it's just good to have different people on there with different gender identities yeah. and different, for lack of a better term, body parts and mm. being like vaginas are gross when some people pay a lot of money and go through a lot of trauma to get the gender reaffirming surgery yeah. they want. And then to use fishy, I mean, I don't, want to say that they feel a certain way about it. I have to feel a certain way about it, but it kind of makes it be like, oh, well, that's gross and that yeah. smells bad or all these things you get told if you're socialized as female, especially as a teenager, that are like so scary to be like, oh my God, something is wrong with my pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like years, so many years I spent being like, something is wrong with my pussy. I need to get this fixed. And it's not like, <laughs> like, People with vaginas don't fucking cop that from like yeah everywhere, everywhere. especially from like I mean like uh, if we're talking about like for example like it can be anyone with a vagina but in particular like heterosexual women who cop it the the worst honestly yeah. um, but like they it's not like they're surrounded by men who are like obsessed with vagina it's like actually the most like self conscious thing that people usually experience is that and the way that like straight men talk about it and stuff like that it's like it, you're fucking copying abuse from all angles so this idea that like oh we can call it fishy or whatever because we aren't interested in vagina it's like yeah but even the people who are like fucking us like if i can yeah. say like, <laughs> yeah are telling us how disgusting it is so it's this like weird like it's it's a bigger conversation and it's like interesting and it's also like it's like just circling back to a point you made before where it's like oh if you smell fishy then you're like passable as a woman like you seem like a woman or whatever. And then I'm like, but in this day and age, vagina doesn't mean woman. Yeah. Like, exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I meant. Like it doesn't, yeah. your, your genitals don't translate to your gender. Yeah. So why are we still using yeah. it as a describer? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, It's interesting. I think, and I think it's like, and people are so up in arms about like just nuanced conversation about shit. Like you're allowed to, I'm not going to like stop in my tracks and like have a go at someone who uses fishy it's not going to ruin my day, but I am going to, if they, if like the comp, if the circumstance is right, I'll have a chat about it. And probably people might walk away and be like, Oh, I might not use fishy anymore. Yeah. yeah. But you also, know? yeah. Cause there is nuance to it. You know, like yeah. it's not used in a derogatory way. It is whether the effect is derogatory is a different story, but it is a compliment. Like mm. to say, when queens say you are fishy or I'm fishy, it, it it's a good thing. Like yeah. it's a hype up <laughs> thing. Yeah. And so I guess there is for some queens this sense of like it's a celebratory thing. But, you know, if you have the queen like Victoria Scone saying, I would rather you didn't, yeah. that's something I'm uncomfortable with, then oh. we got to listen. Yeah, it's such so a, true. It is interesting. It's just so – It's the more offensive thing is how fucking arced up people get when you say like one thing that's like, oh, actually, you know, the origins of that is – Kind of a bit sexist yeah, or a bit racist, happy. and they're like, "Oh, can I not enjoy myself?" <laughs> no, and then they like double down on using yeah. it and being like, "Now I'm going to use it even more. I'm going to be more offensive." It's like, oh man, it's not even like whatever. Yeah, Ugh, you gotta pick your battles. It's sometimes. telling a child 
don't pick up that toy. Yeah. And then that's all they want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We truly do not grow. <laughs> we like there's no there's no evolvement. It's so yeah. wild. Oh, I want to talk about if you guys have seen uh, we talked about it in our little group chat. <laughs> join the Patreon. No, we don't have one. <laughs> we don't have one. One day. To join our group chat. To join the group chat, guys. You actually can't contribute, but yeah. you can sit uh, quietly. Um, actually, watch. we all would be in hell if you yeah. joined yeah. our group chat. Yeah. So oh no, you cannot join. No, I'm sorry. I cannot see the light of day. Um, but we were talking about this bizarre post that Brittany did about Jamie Lynn, and now there's. Talks about Britney needing to be in, freed again. Yeah, no, legit. She it is not her posting. No, honestly, that's not her. that was fishy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was fishy. Suspicious. Suspicious. Yes. Suspicious. Something is off. Like, why is she making this whole post dedicated to her sister who it's literally tried to steal her songs? Yeah. And did all that like conservative shit to yeah. her. And to, like, she was literally her. like talking shit about a week ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. I and all get of, her some of her posts since up. then have been like, it's not her cadence, you know, because no. she has a very particular way of speaking, you know, we're used to these like paragraphs of, and like, I, she I just don't know. posted an hour ago and it's like a paparazzi shot of her eating nuts. And she's like, I'll always eat nuts every day. I love nuts. None of them are current photos. They're all from, 2003. They're all from one. years ago. And some of the stories where her boyfriend, husband, whatever the hell he is, um, <laughs> has been putting up stories. There's one where it's literally like if you slow it down, it's like a cutout of Britney. Yes, I saw that one. I saw that. It's so creepy. Something really weird is going on. Yeah. And she also like her her name, like her bio name on Instagram is Channel 8. Yeah. What? What is I, that? People have literally been saying, is she even alive? Like, when is the last time that we have seen, like, and then she was like, oh, I've deleted my uh, Insta like four or five times in the past like couple weeks because I keep slipping on the accidentally delete button. It's like, it's a no, four stage you really process. Have to do that. It, Instagram's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Please yeah. don't go. I'm begging you. Like, you can't accidentally delete. And then everyone's like, of all the th- things on Insta to sort of like accidentally slip into, wouldn't you think, like going live would be one of them. Like yeah. if she's got this true free reign of her cyber presence, going live would be the first thing you'd imagine she'd want to do, but we've never seen her go live. And she loved lives. She yeah. did like more than life itself. And, yeah. <laughs> and she was doing all these like little voice memo things that she would upload to YouTube where she was just doing confessionals and stuff like that yeah. because she was like, I can't be bothered. I don't want to do interviews. Like I don't want to do, I'm not going to worry about getting paid and stuff like that. And she's talk about, Jamie Lynn about her father and her mom and like her boys and stuff like that. It's oh, very the stuff strange. Stuff about her sons makes me so sad. I know. It's um. It's a weird yeah, circumstance. That is so hard dealing with everything she has on top of also raising kids I and know. then being in the public eye with people criticizing her every move. Not only as like a person existing in the pop culture sphere, but a mother. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to go through that. Oh my god, guys! Did you see this week about the um, the journalist that was in Qatar, the queer journalist that like mysteriously died? Yeah. Oh, did, did he pass that. out and then he died? Yeah, like they were like, I think he had like He's bronchitis true. or something like that. But it was like he was like just the week before he was like calling out all the like human rights abusers, and he, and he yeah. wore rainbow to the to the games, as and well. was like yeah banned from entering, and had already like kind of like caused some ripples. 
and do everyone's you, like, what the fuck is going on? Do you reckon he was murdered? Uh, I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, allegedly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, talking about other political prisoners, um, Brittany Griner, the WNBA basketball star who had been in Russian prison for nine months. So wild. Just been That was the craziest exchanged. sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, honestly. So she has been in prison in Russia for like weed possession because in her checked luggage there was like a small vial of like vape juice, I think. Mm. And the actual contains of like THC were very low and I don't even think it was full. So like I don't know, you know. What is the fucking point? If they don't have enough to like also like – it's weed like come on but also like if it's not enough to deal if it's like a little bit of vape oil yeah and also like not to say this happened but like maybe it was a mistake i've definitely packed things where i've gone through security and i was like oh my god i did not mean to take this (laughs) i i flew from (laughs) australia to vancouver and i got there and in my handbag like that I had on me in like one of the little secret zippers was a boogie board was a boogie board of full of weird, no, <laughs> but it was like half a joint that I oh must have like God. butted out at a party put in there zipped it up forgot about it and then I'm rubbing jig through trying to find <gasps> something and I found that and I was like ah, I could have been my eyes could have been torn apart by TSA yes. like, yeah and yeah. so yeah and it's also just like it's it's in that situation. It's obviously fucking homophobia. It's yeah, and that's also. I mean, Russia just playing their cards because they did a prisoner swap with Brittany Griner against like one of the most notorious arms dealers um, uh. in the world, which is like not <laughs> an even swap. They also released an American teacher that had been in prison, so it was like two Americans against this one Russian. But this guy is truly like awful. Um, he has a nickname that's like the Merchant of Death. Wow. Which is like Marvel. The Merchant of Death versus a WNBA player. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? <laughs> With like not even like a quarter of a joint of weed and yeah. oil form. Oh, my God, that poor chick. Fucking nine months. Nine months. She had these like long dreadlocks, um, which would have taken years to like grow and maintain, that she shaved off because washing her hair and having the dreads dry – took too long and she was getting sick in Russian prison. So she shaved her head. Oh my fucking God. Like really? Yeah. It's. Yeah. So there were like multiple layers. She was gay. She was black and she was American, which is like the three worst. The (laughs) The trifecta for Russia. Like we hate this bitch on multiple levels. Oh my God. Um, Well, speaking of, you know, homophobic regimes. Um, it's there been has a really been... lighthearted episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're like tackling the hard Sorry, stuff. Sorry, just a segue on homophobic uh, regimes. Yeah. Oh, God, Charlie. <laughs> Cultural correspondence here. Yeah. Um, we, we had a, a bit of a neo-Nazi surge here in Melbourne this week with the fucking Proud Boys picketing the yeah. queer event in Melbourne. Have it's, you guys been following this? Yes, I have. It's fucked. It's so it's so chat. But I also it yeah. There's been a there's a real rise in the alt right in uh in Victoria in particular, and especially since like now they've taken now the hippies are neo Nazis as well because they were anti vax and then the other anti vaxxers were Nazis. So now you see these like anti vax marches with a pride flag and the swastika, and you're like, oh cool, um interesting. But it is, it's fucking, it was so sad because they were children. 
Yeah. And I think it's a um, youth event. Exactly. Yeah. Someone posted on Instagram, uh, and I think I'm right. In, I'm not going to say the performer's name because I think that they've been through enough. But one of the performers or one of the people booked or organizing it, I can't remember who was involved, is Jewish. And that's how, and they've been targeted many times by neo Nazis. And so it's just like, it's fucking anti Semitism. And then, of course, like uh, homophobia as well as a result but it's just so unfair that this person is just trying to live their life and then they're being stalked and targeted by nazis who then shut down an entire event for children because there's nothing that they like because they don't want kids to go through to to, to be vilified by that you know yeah 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 (laughs) making badges doing like a crafts table like come on (laughs) so fucking dumb like do you and they say wear the snowflakes yeah (laughs) me oh just seeing this pop up again and again and again for like anything that's like moving us forward and like wanting to go back to how things were because I think there's a real resurgence of people wanting to be traditional. Mm. And I'm like, the life, like average human lifespan was like 40 years. You want to go back to how things were and like die in your thirties and forties. Like, I don't understand the whole, like things were better in the past. No, they weren't. Wake the fuck up. Absolutely. And people have literally always thought that like, yeah, like in, the seventies, you would have been the person who wanted to be the forties, and the, you know what Absolutely. I mean. Absolutely, like, it never. It's like a relentless cycle, and it's um yeah. Someone um, people who went to the protest because I think like, t- like hundreds of queer people, adult queers, showed up last minute, which is amazing. Um, and there were like four of these fucking proud boys there, or whatever neo Nazis. And the, everyone was just like, the divorced dad vibe was fucking <laughs> <laughs> like so yeah. insane. Uh, like, what are you doing? Did you have fucking something fucking better to do? Like, yeah, I it, always it is- wonder like what, how people who protest outside abortion clinics, people who have time to protest shit like this, like, what do you do for work? Like, how do you have the time? How do you have the time? I was like, aren't you, wouldn't Jesus be happier if you like made bread? For some someone, <laughs> yeah, like, like I don't know, like, make some bread. I don't know, personally, I don't know, like <laughs> look after the homeless Nazis. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I saw this TikTok of this the guy. There's Go. gotta be some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So this guy on TikTok who was going to, um, outside an abortion clinic, they there were all these like picketers, and he was going up to them, being like, "Okay, cool. So you really value like human life." Here, there are, you know, this many thousand kids currently needing adoption. So I've got the adoption papers here. You you want to go for it? And they were like, no, no, no. It's not like that. That's not the point. Yes. I saw that someone literally said, just leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like the irony. It's so funny. And like, and, and he was like, what do you think people should do if they can't care for the child? And they were always like, adoption is a beautiful option for people. And he's like, oh, how many kids have you adopted? Yeah. And they're like, myself, none. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, and you? And like, none of them had adopted kids or fostered or done anything. So it's like, yes. you don't care yeah, about You don't kids. give a shit about kids. Oh. Yeah. And then they, yeah. And then they show up at fucking the, the Pride Center. These kids have already had to like, like make their way to St. Kilda, which is. Which is <laughs> a terrific <laughs> You know? Yeah. First, they get the invite, they get excited. They've already been disappointed, the, yeah. the asshole of the city. And uh, then. We had to go to regional <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go to 
to St. Kilda. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, it's it's very unfortunate and I hope that um, – I also hope that maybe like no shade to any organizers, but I hope that they in the future when they're preparing events targeted at young queer people, they have a better security detail. Yeah. Because uh, I don't, by the looks of it, I don't think that they really had much planned, hence why they had to cancel it. So just uh, yeah. think ahead. <laughs> it's great. But it's also crazy to be like, um, okay, we have – a hundred queer kids arriving at 6 p.m. Make sure there's 50 people guarding the door but <laughs> like that's, with guns. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what minus 18 do. They have like the, they have like what that's they call true. like the rainbow brigade. Because I did the queer formal yeah. and that was very well organized yeah. and like very safe. Because yeah. people suck. Yeah. They do. And you really have to prepare for that. I love minus 18 and those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. They're so good at that. They're really beautiful. It's just like a really nice – Thing for especially for rural queers like you were saying before Aurelia like it's so isolating yeah and to and have that yeah not that many opportunities like I remember there was did you ever go to IQ no um there was like a, oh Barry's yeah I think yeah, so I used to go to Barry's yeah <laughs> but there was specifically a night um called IQ that was for um under 22 or something like that like, I would have been to that yeah, one yeah yeah, yeah. and that's my um, first club <laughs> Oh, that's cute. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And it was really rare to have that kind of like exploratory, you know, chance to just kind of meet other young people in a in a in an environment that isn't diving full bore into the like clubbing scene, which can yeah. be extremely full on. Yeah. Yeah. Or fucking um the peel, you know. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Like some of the options that were there when like, I was like sort of like coming up through the ranks. It was very much like, you know. Not all queers love or thrive in a like heavy, you know, nightclub space and oversexualized you know. space. Yeah, like, as you could imagine, it's actually really nice that they sort of cap it at twenty two. Yes, uh, which seems so young from our perspective, but rightly so. Yes. Yeah, there's some fucking creeps who would be like, "Oh, let me go get some freshly outed." Yes, uh, people who haven't got the. F- uh, frontal lobes formed yet. yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> i still remember my first time at the peel um oh, no. walking because the way that it used to be probably still is i haven't been there since but it was like <laughs> we should go back together go, yes we should um is like you walk through the bar first that's like a sort of like long strip um with like on either side there's chairs facing in and then that's how you have to get through to go to the dance floor but there was just these like older bears sitting along the thing <laughs> and feeling like literal prey, oh <laughs> like walking to the dance floor. Oh my god, it's um, so young! Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so uh, give yeah. it full on. Yeah, it's it's um it's pretty wild. Yeah. Um. In a total random segue news. Um. Have you seen that? Uh. Lana Del Rey has that weird title to have you heard about the uh, tunnel under ocean boulevard (laughs) (laughs) wait what's it called it's uh well no it's let me tell you about um oh there's this there's this tunnel under the ocean boulevard is what it's called that's the album title oh my god what (laughs) i'm sorry that's too long well she also did uh what's her longest title it's like I'll look it up. Keep chatting. I yeah. gotta find it because it's so good. I do love Lana Del Rey. I have like a soft spot for that problematic, like um, daddy's girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I don't know, like glam- glamorizing kind of low-key abusive relationships. I know, this <laughs> yeah, is yeah. really sick part. Like I'll watch the ride video <laughs> clip over and over my darkest points. <laughs> <laughs> I might be fucking crazy, but at least I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> but also I actually don't believe that is her reality oh. and that's why she's so good at like making it. Mm. It's, yeah. Like if she was actually in that situation, she wouldn't be able to make music. Exactly. <laughs> Wasn't her like real name like, Rebecca Blink. Or yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah. just something very not. Uh, isn't her name? What is it? It's Lizzie. Her name's yeah. Lizzie. Yes. Someone, Lizzie Grant. Yeah, Lizzie Grant. Because when she does something fucked, they're like, that's Lizzie. They're <laughs> <laughs> we like, oh, Lizzie's coming out. Absolutely. Um, her, the song that I was thinking of is Hope is a Dangerous Thing for a Woman Like Me to Have, But I Have It. <laughs> That's a tweet. That's a tweet, honey. It is. I think it's just like fun to watch someone who's like just so detached from reality sometimes and isn't. I think because like we live in this world, this is, I don't know, grain of salt. Who knows what I'm saying? But we like people are trying so hard to be like likable and like real and shit like that. And Lana is like, I'm not one of you. I'm I'm barely from this planet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's actually crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Delusional. And there's something about delusional people, especially like pop stars, where I'm like, you you do that. Yeah. I'm here to consume it so I can tap into the delusion, yeah. but I can tap out at any point. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the Julia Foxification of <laughs> the celebrity oh, yeah. presence. Uh, really. Did you see her interview on Z-Way? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so cringe when she was like, I don't even have any like blonde friends did you hear her say that <laughs> yes and i'm like girl it's not about you having white friends it wasn't she saying because she was she was like have you experienced racism or something like that and she was like well i am italian or, what did she say she was I like don't know. It, it was beautiful whatever I, it was i can't remember but the, also she was talking about how like kanye when like she was dating him was like great and like this turn has been crazy it's like and a lot of people online rightly so were like he did say that slavery wasn't bad before you dated him yes <laughs> like, yeah I don't know. he oh. has a history of being problematic yeah oh he's so strange at the moment honestly it's very strange no, it's very strange <laughs> something very <laughs> putting it lightly something is amiss yeah yeah there's something off <laughs> On this, something bad is gonna happen to him I know something very bad uh, it's fun on but it is um with the julia fox stuff it's funny because i feel like for a period of time at least on my tiktok feed they're like she's the queen like we love this bitch like julia fox coming through and i was like this is all gonna come falling down yeah yeah yeah. and now they're all turning on her and i'm like guys we can't we've got to stop holding people (laughs) on this like pedestal or yeah i did listen to this podcast where she was talking about like her living like in this like two bedroom apartment with her son yeah, and like doing like shared parenting. And there was something like kind of nice and real about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had a TikTok where she was talking about rich people, like paying for their kids to be raised by the nannies, blah, 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 which, you know, is all true. But I feel like she is obviously going through some type of like PR trouble for the Kanye <laughs> stuff. But also she's somebody who does kind of keep it more real than other people because I don't think she actually has had that like nepotism base or a rise to stardom that came from actual. Yeah, she seems unfiltered. Yeah. yeah. Which can be a blessing and a curse in Hollywood. Mm. But you at least know that you're getting what you're the, getting. Surf, the, the real shit. Yeah. Yeah. What you're getting is what you're getting. And I think she got that fucking shit deal where you're hugely famous but you're not rich. 
Yeah, which, she she does. Yeah, I think yeah. she's writing a book at the moment, which would probably be interesting. Yeah, look, I don't know if I'll buy it, but I'll watch a bunch of TikToks about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll get gifted it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, I'm just waiting for a book gift to come through because I need to buy some new books. But yes, I, books are so expensive now. Yeah. Like thirty five dollars. What? Yeah, we have a family KK and I was like, oh, I'll get like a book and a drink and a something for this amount for this person. And then like I went to the bookstore and I was like, okay, I could get one book. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole budget gone. Yeah, there it. we go. Yeah. There's your Christmas. So <laughs> I love that. Um, um, are we up to a pop or flop? Oh let's do it. Huge. Um, I have unfortunately come with a flop. Nice. Um. My flop is Celine Dion being sick. Oh, oh yeah, flop. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I'm so sad. <laughs> truly, I feel like I need to see Celine Dion live. Yeah. yeah. At least like once in my life because um, it's all coming back to me now. Oh. Such a banger. Um, all Taking of- Chances. Oh, it's a bit of a- <laughs> so good. I, that was like a song I just had on repeat when I was in like year 11. Or I, <laughs> I think she's low-key underrated. I know yes. she's not, but like she kind of is. She and- is. Well, I think because people, because she's written so many like, well, she she's sung so many like funny songs like and, and like uh, what are they called? Like songs that are so easy to make jokes about like. Uh, Parody kind of song? Yeah. yeah well, yeah, but. Uh, it's not a parody it's real like yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> you know, like my heart will go on and um uh, all by myself and like yeah a lot, a lot of like torch songs like these voices yeah. once in a lifetime absolutely you know? and um there was a moment she had wearing the Celine Dion jumper by I think this brand called Vetements mm. and it was really funny and ironic of her to wear like a Titanic or like it had her face on it and, yeah. you know, ever since then I it my relationship with Celine Dion was reinvigorated because my mum had a Celine Dion CD oh, that I would, like, yes. like, play on repeat and, oh, like, had, so had, like, skips and shit. Um, but she was diagnosed <laughs> with um, something I'd never heard before, stiff person syndrome, and she'd had cancelled a lot of her shows recently and it's now kind of been attributed to her diagnosis with this, which is, like, a one in 80,000 people type of illness. One in a million. I one in like a million. Oh, video. there you go. One but, in a million. Um, also just, yeah. And it sounds like it's been a really long journey to even get the diagnosis. Yeah. Like it must have been so frustrating being like something's wrong, but we don't know what it is. And, and it, it just sounds scary as mm, like mm. turning into a like statue basically, like unable yeah. to talk, walk, do any kind of just have your agency as a person scary as and yeah. and just also her uh i mean she's so much more than just her voice but her worth being linked to her voice for so many years yeah. which she mm-hmm. kind of referenced in the video to not be able to sing anymore like or at least not yeah. be able to sing like she used to would fuck with your identity would yeah. fuck with your identity a lot it's I, like the julie andrews kind of mm, oh my god horror show like, what am i now princess diaries 2 yeah. yeah yeah i mean she did fine in the end yeah. <laughs> <laughs> princess diaries 3 is coming out also quickly celine Dion is like a real diva like when she did her vegas residency she had apparently a replica of her toronto apartment or home built in las vegas Crazy stuff. Crazy. Very and I'm like, you I know? love it. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen that TikTok or that video of um, 
some fan singing outside her car to yes. Celine and then Celine just rolls her No, it's, it's someone from, oh, my God, what's the band that Camilla Cabello oh, was in? Oh, Lil Mix. Lil no. Mix. No, 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 the other one. Uh, Lil Five. Yeah. <laughs> five bit. Uh, five Directions. Five Directions. Um, oh, so some harmony. Fifth Harmony. Fifth, fifth harmony. harmony. Little Five. Little Five. <laughs> um, fifth five. Harmony. Uh, one of the girls from, it was, I always thought it was a random fan, but it's one of the girls from Fifth Harmony singing to her. Oh, my God. Her. But to like Celine Dion, that might as well just be a random Fan. Well, exactly. Yeah, to yeah. us as well. Oh. <laughs> so true. Are you Normani? I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> so wild. Yeah. Um, that's so sad. And I watched it in French too because I was like, yeah. We <laughs> tell me your French. Um, I I was gonna um flop too, but then my flop was just gonna be like being sad. It's a flop. <laughs> but I think we know that. Um, my pop I've decided because I just remembered it. Then they're doing another holiday movie. You know the holiday what? with Kate Winslet and um, oh Jack Black and all that and Jack Black and Jude Law. You've seen it, haven't you? I don't know. Is it called oh. the holiday? It's is the it, holiday. Is it oh, a comedy? Yeah. And yes, and it's Kate Winslet. Ultimate comfort movie. It's a it's Christmas lovely. movie, but it it's Cameron just Diaz. and Cameron Diaz. They're oh, doing a second one, sixteen years later. Original cast. Oh. I think that old man is dead. But um, <laughs> so Jack Black. You've got to watch it, Aurelia. You would love it. You it's would a, love it's it. It's a very sweet film. It's kind of yeah. like a swap. It's like two women. Oh my god! I saw a tweet about this. Yes, but where Jude Law said. Foreplay was overrated yes. in the holiday. I don't know if I can watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love it. It knows what it is. And everybody, it's so wild to me that all those people were like peak career and they're like, I'm going to do this fun movie. And they just did it. And they understood the assignment and they were like, this is great. And I'm actually going to watch it tonight. And it will not be the first time I've watched it this year. <laughs> I've, I, it's, it's a Christmas film for any season. Yeah, that <laughs> oh is a nice God. Christmas film. Yeah. Do, do you guys have quality. anything that you usually do watch around Christmas time? Mm, no, but I want to. Oh, what's the movie with the bald guy? Could be any movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Die Hard? Yeah. yeah I've yeah. watched that like I think two Christmases. Yeah, nice. I still haven't like, seen it. Maybe oh, maybe this will be the first. Just do it. it. It's fun. It's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce Willis is sick too. I mean, it is just, we just have aging celebrities and it's very sad and the, yeah. Yeah. Flop. Yeah. (laughs) Flop to that. Flop aging. Um, so I have a pop this week. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've decided, um, did you guys see the Mr. Universe, um, thing? No, what the (laughs) fuck is that? Is this a new pageant for men? Uh, I might be, it might be a different title. I feel like it's Mr. Universe or something like that. Um, but I think Mr. Philippines ended up winning and there's this shot of him at the front of the stage, but Mr. Spain is like full on like salivating eye fucking Mr. Philippines. They, um, like totally into him and there's all these like multiple shots and different angles and that <gasps> kind of stuff. Like he's like full on thirsting for this man. Oh my and God. And everyone's like, get it. And then someone tweeted, not, not Mr. Spain trying to recolonize Mr. Philippines. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my, <laughs> my God. It's so wild. I also love hearing that because in my mind, I'm like, yes, first name, Mr. Last name, Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Philippines, Mr. Spain. This yeah, way. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's so yeah. funny. I love people blatantly trying to, fucking get wet yeah and i just love a pageant i know 
I don't I know anything too. about it. No, I think it is a pageant. And this quickly remind me of just one last little pop, if oh, I can. Yes. Because the Miss Universe pageant was sold to um, a trans woman who's like a Thai billionaire, millionaire. And the Miss Universe pageant has obviously got this like history of being kind of sexist because it's like just rating women. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, and also being like exclusionary. And now I feel like it's going to be a whole new um, like era of the Miss Universe pageant and wow. giving um, all women, including trans women, like a chance to compete. That Hell sounds amazing. Because yeah. yeah. wasn't it used to be owned by Trump? Yeah, oh, yeah, it was. Which is um, so bleak. Really, it used to be owned by what? Well, um, uh, Donald how do, Trump. How you say Trump? Yeah, <laughs> I do, like I haven't looked into the policies or what that is going to mean, but I definitely hope that it makes uh, way for absolutely. It's change. big money over there as well. Yeah, yeah, Miss Universe. If you're listening and you're thinking of entering, I mean, I think you can make so much money doing that shit. Yeah, mm. one of my fave ASMR artists ended up winning Miss Texas, which I thought was so funny. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, babe, go for it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and with these Mister Universes, fucking, ho- hopefully fucking, and then there were also the two yes! Miss Universe um, that getting married. They getting married. So you could also find your love there. So it's a pop for me. <laughs> I love it. Oh, anyway, we did it, guys. How we, do we have um, maybe one? We can probably do one more before a Chrissy break. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a Christmas app next week. Okay, great. And then we'll take a summer hiatus. A summer yeah. hiatus. Bye, bitches. Yeah. Yes. We are going to live our hot girl summer lives. Yeah. And that's a nice journey for us. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, stay tuned for some exciting news coming in the new year as well about us. And opportunities <laughs> yeah. that you might Look, be interested w- w- in contributing to live. Come to <laughs> come to our live show next year. If you don't come, you're not a real fan and you will be taken out of my will. Absolutely. <laughs> the details are getting finalized, yeah. but this is the first sneak peek. Of, of all yeah. of our podcast money. And yeah. there's a lot of it. Oh, yeah, like, so much. So much. Crazy. You could buy half a 7-Eleven Slurpee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We all have day jobs for fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye, Bye, friends. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Pod. And if you like this episode, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, be gay. <laughs> <laughs>Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.